travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the music. You can't have the Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes. Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me Madonna. Never will. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And today, for the very first time ever, we pit soundtrack song against soundtrack song for the March Soundtrack Madness. Crazy, insane. Insane? Crazy? Uh, With me today, as always, Brad in L.A. That's right, Steve. It's bracket time. I know. And it's funny, we're doing this. We're doing this uh, podcast the very same day that the NCAA is setting up their March Madness brackets. Um, so I'm going to divert my attention from uh, watching my Florida Gators play today to record this with you. And, of course, your crosstown pal, Marty You. Hello, hello. Are you allowed to use the term March Madness or is that like kind of like Well, it's lowercase M. So. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, I, March Soundtrack Madness, which just rolls off the tongue so well. Totally. Now, what, what made you guys decide to do soundtracks? Steve, you had this idea like last April, like, oh, we should have done this in March. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. We need to do that. I just, I, I just wanted to use brackets, and I wanted – it just seemed like soundtrack songs was better than uh, comedies or something broader or something like that. And so we thought, you know – yeah, it's a Let's, fun idea. It's obviously one that's been done by a lot of different people for a lot of different sure. things. And but. I have to say that you guys came up with an inspired list. I was very impressed. Yeah. So, so here's what we did. We – we told people on Facebook that we were doing this. We we solicited your uh, picks and your recommendations for who should be on the list. Brad and I combed through all the rankings uh, that were already online of greatest movie songs of all time to make sure that they were represented in right, the list. Right, that we didn't miss something. Right, and every time we did that, we would find some song that we hadn't thought of. Like, before. oh, crap, you know, why isn't Danger Zone on the list? <laughs> How yeah, did we miss yeah. that? You know? there, there were certain rules. Uh, obviously, it had to be from a movie – in the 80s, released in the 80s. Um, it, no more than, what, three songs? I think we have two song max per soundtrack. So, you know, Purple Rain suffered a little bit there. I think we probably could have fit a couple Footloose more songs would there. suffer a little bit. So, you know, all the John Hughes soundtracks would suffer a little bit. So we basically, we picked our 64 and then we, we, we chopped them into brackets. So there's a love and lust bracket with all the love songs. There's an anthems bracket. Uh, montage fodder. Right. And then a random random access one where we just didn't fall into a category, but we didn't have there. room for them. Right. And, you know, you know how it is. It's like in the in the basketball tournaments, the yeah. East bracket isn't all teams from the East. It's you know. right. Did the songs have to be recorded in the eighties as well? No, no. Although uh, we did kind of steer away from oldies. Yeah, we didn't do too many like uh, like Back to the Future would have had uh, Johnny Be Good. Yeah, or Stand by Me soundtrack would have had Stand by Me. <laughs> yeah. So we, we Steve threw those hates out. That movie, so we hate that movie. And uh, and then we tried to seed them, and we seeded them based on you know, there was a lot of personal preference there, but um, we were trying to seed the songs that we thought would would probably ultimately rise to the top. We gave them the number one seeds, and the songs that kind of barely made the list, but they made the list because they you know 
Some of these some of these songs that were seated number sixteen were number one songs yeah. on the charts. But yet you could see, okay, well, uh, this is the song we're going to give the honor of losing to melt with you too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. someone has to lose. It's, to, it's just uh, nice to it's nice to be invited. Yes, <laughs> somebody has to lose to Purple Rain. You know, uh, the criteria that I had in my head and what we encouraged people to think about when they voted, and and we had almost a thousand people vote, which is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Every fantastic. vote very much appreciated. We tried to think of when you hear this song, does it make you think of the movie? I mean, are uh, right, the movie and right. the song inseparable? I mean, um, it's hard. it's a very difficult thing because people immediately think, "Oh, I just want the most popular song," you know, or the the song that I remember from the eighties. That I like the best, yeah, right, right. And, and there will be as some songs to in what's here that most evocative right. of the of the movie, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a couple songs in here that I did not vote for, even though because I hate the song, even though I will confess. The movie and the song are inseparable. So, <clears throat> risky business. That's why it's not just our vote. And, you know, we'll so. talk some more about that. My bracket got completely destroyed in the first round. Why do you think that is? Uh, because I, I'm a contrarian, I guess. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> you are not men. Yeah. You are Brad. Yeah. Yes. So, Brad. here's how we're going to do it we have 32 matchups to go through. So, we're going to do this pretty quickly, or else we're going to be here all day. We're going to go straight down the brackets. We'll tell you the matchups. We'll tell you how we voted. And then, big surprise, we're going to tell you how Martha Quinn voted. Woohoo! Oh, Martha. Because the former MTV uh, VJ agreed to do a celebrity bracket. So we have every one of her picks. And she agreed to share them with us. And so she will be uh, one of the celebrity pickers. And in the event of a tie, and there is one, Martha's pick will determine which song goes forward. With power comes responsibility. Right. And she wields it very well. So here we go. Results of round one, the love and lust bracket. Number one, Melt With You by Modern English from Valley Girl versus poor number 16, The Glory of Love. <laughs> Peter Cetera, Karate Kid 2. Uh, you know, that's a great example of a song that is, when you hear The Glory of Love, you think of that stupid little toy, you know, the side-to-side whack-whack-whack-whack from Karate Kid 2. I mean, it's, it's they're the same. And when you think Love and Lust, you don't immediately think Karate Kid 2. <laughs> well, you don't think well, Karate Kid 3. Yeah. Oh, I so, <laughs> so good. But it is a love song, so. You know. Sure. It is. It is. So who who did you guys vote for? I voted for Melt With You. I mean, Valley Girls, one of the greatest movies from the 80s, and that's an iconic song. Yeah, yeah I voted for Melt With You as well. Who did Martha vote for? Martha also voted for Melt With You. The final, win- the final winner by a uh, vote of 549 to 295 is I Melt With You. Melt With You is, uh, we talked about this a little bit, Melt With You is probably one of the most overplayed songs of the 80s, though. That's, and I can see I how people are sick of it. It lost votes for that. I'm sure it lost yeah. votes for that. Yeah. 
Okay, fair so, enough. Okay, 31 more. Let's keep this train right, rolling. Right. And right. you keep in mind, sometimes the totals are not going to match the total number of people who voted because n- people yeah. who voted on the poll, not everybody voted for every single yeah, contest. Yeah, I think some people were a little confused and maybe only voted for one song in the whole bracket. Or, but so, hey, it all, they all count. It's all good. So here we go. The number two matchup uh, is number eight, Up Where We Belong uh, by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warns from An Officer and a Gentleman. Versus number nine, Almost Paradise by Mike Reno and Ann Wilson from Footloose. How do we vote? Oh, let's see. I voted for Up Where We Belong. Um, I went for Almost Paradise. Yeah, I went I, for Almost Paradise as well. The, yeah, Footloose is is a better 80s movie than An Officer and a Gentleman. By far. Well, you know, I just I, I like the Oklahoma references in uh, An Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, wait. No, but, the but opposite no. of that. <laughs> you should say <laughs> It's a homosexual slur that you. I know, I know. I don't know. Actually, I can't defend that pick. I don't know what I was thinking when I voted there. Maybe I pushed the wrong button on the ballot box. Who did Martha pick? Martha voted. Ah, I was with Martha. Martha also voted for Up Where We Belong. Uh, She's a little older. I think she would have maybe that movie would have appealed to her a little bit more than it It did did to us. Right. So, Eighties Nation. What did they say, Brad? Uh, By a vote of four hundred sixty-four to three hundred forty-six, Almost Paradise moves on to the round of thirty-two. Well done, 80s Nation. Yeah, that's a nice close one. Uh, next on the list. Speaking of close ones. Oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, number five, the number five seed, Take My Breath Away from Berlin, uh, Top Gun, versus Against All Odds by Phil Collins in Against All Odds. This one went to like quadruple overtime. The number 12 seed, Against All Odds, really took it to Berlin. Yeah, so the, I'm going to go ahead and give this away right now. The fans, 412 to 412. A dead statistical tie. How did you guys vote? Berlin, Terry Nunn. Yeah, I voted for Berlin. I voted for Berlin. But more importantly, only one vote really counts now. How did Martha vote? Martha Quinn, America's sweetheart, the very embodiment of the 80s, voted for Take My Breath Away. Yay! Jeez, ah, over eight hundred. Uh, yeah, that just uh, that's, that's just baffling. I, I love that. I, that's just so fantastic. I saw that I yesterday. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have a tie. What are we gonna do? I know. I feel like I I have emotional stakes. Like I'm yelling at the TV. You know, like at March come Madness. On. Like, no, no, Phil Collins. Oh come on, yeah, Phil, Phil Collins. Well, Phil Collins has a pretty stellar soundtrack uh, record in the '80s. I think he had four number one hits that were on soundtracks yeah well in this one if you want to compare the two songs from a statistical standpoint take my breath away was a number one song against all ads peaked at number two um take my breath away won the oscar for best song against all odds was nominated for one so essentially 
yeah. the right song. I won. mean, if there's a knock on the Berlin song, it would be that it is so different than anything else they did. You know, it's almost it's kind of out of character. Yeah, yeah, but it does embody that. I mean, you, you oh, hear yeah. that song, you see that scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Number four, Pretty in Pink by Psychedelic Furs from the movie Pretty in Pink versus the number 13 seed, the sentimental favorite, If You Were Here by the Thompson Twins from 16 Candles. Hey, guys, how'd you vote? I voted for uh, If You Were Here because I prefer that song. Huh. I, I went with Pretty in Pink, even though, you know, as a diehard Psychedelic Furs fan, I prefer the original recording, but um, I still picked that one. Yeah, I went with Pretty in Pink as well. Pretty in Pink, obviously, the song was recorded twice, once in 1981 and again in 1986 for the movie. My problem with 16 Candles with um, If You Were Here is basically just that, yeah, it, it's notable. It's the final song you hear when Sam and Jake are you know, sitting above their birthday cake. But aside from that, does do you really – is it really that important to the movie? It's not important to the movie, but it's evocative of that scene. And Actually, I asked this question on our Facebook page last month songs that seem like that you think are romantic but really aren't and that was my example because you know everyone's like oh it's so romantic they made her a cake and the the first lyric is if you were here i could deceive you <laughs> <laughs> well I, clearly he did not make the cake well I, I don't know i mean somebody cleaned up the house i guess they must have baked them a cake too uh, anyway Publix. i was surprised that that was as much of a blowout as it was. Well, I did we give the numbers? That was 519 for Pretty in Pink to 291 for If You Were Here. Big, big sweat. Yeah, pretty much everyone agreed with Pretty in Pink. Um, okay, next one on the list. Number six seed, The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News from Back to the Future versus the number 11 scene, a.k.a. Spearsy's theme, Just Once, <laughs> uh, James Ingram uh, from The Last American Virgin. How did you guys vote? I got to yeah. go with uh, my boy Huey Lewis. Yeah, even though it's not the most romantic song um, in in tone I, I went with that and i still have, haven't seen the last american virgin what I, well i feel like i have after hearing that pod you know you, talk, you guys talk about it but you know yesterday on the radio i heard a quincy jones version of that song well it's really? off a quincy jones album hey, there's there's several versions of it it's uh the, the version that we hear in last american virgin is james ingram but it is from a quincy jones album it uh it only hit number 17 on the charts uh Barney, I should just send you my. I have the DVD right here. I'll just send it to you if you want. Okay, I will so watch you can it. See it. And I will watch so, it and have a a box of uh, Kleenex for tears. Yes, for so, tears. <laughs> the power of love ran away with that one. Eighty percent of the vote. That's the power of love. That's the power of love. Was that the biggest? Was that the biggest? Uh, uh, it was pretty close. I, I mean, the the number one seeds all just demolished that's pretty close to pretty the, close biggest to the biggest margin yeah okay moving on number three seed i can't believe they were seated this low 
uh, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel from Say Anything versus number 14, The Spunky Call Me by Blondie from American Gigolo. Don't know why that's a romantic song, but <laughs> Lust. Cle- Lust. clearly it's one of those odd seats. Okay. Oh, you say so. Who'd you guys vote for? Blondie. Blondie. In your eyes. Of course you, you know, did. You know, I just feel like <laughs> when I think of that in your eyes, I just think he's a stalker. He's standing outside oh. her house <laughs> holding up a boombox. If you're, you guys, you know, Brad, as a parent, if you saw, you know, somebody who's pursuing your daughter, wouldn't you just like get I'd call a, the cops? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, actually, first my neighbors would be yelling out the window, what the hell are you doing out there? Because <laughs> you know, we don't live on an acre. But you know. <laughs> yeah. who, did, who did Martha vote for? Martha voted for uh, Martha voted for In Your Eyes, yeah. Party line. Uh, the, the famous story, of course, about In Your Eyes is that uh, Cameron Crowe asked Peter Gabriel for the use of the song, but Gabriel wanted to see the movie first before he gave his approval. So the studio sent a rough cut of Say Anything – and then Gabriel said, okay, sure, use the song. But he said he was uneasy about the ending because the main character overdoses. And Cameron's like, what? Tur- turns, out that, <laughs> turns out the studio sent him a copy of Wired instead. Uh, I say what, Bright Lights Big City? Wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, but use the song anyway. That's fine, yeah. Just send me the check. Don't know how remotely that's connected. <laughs> So now I, well, I love Call Me, but I just don't. I don't. For me, it suffers because I don't associate it with the movie quite so much. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the the fate of the lower half of these brackets in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah. So who so who uh, won the the popular vote? In your eyes, ran away with it, seventy one percent of the vote. Okay, here we go. This was a uh, well. Uh, this is this should have been closer than it was. Number seven, I've had the time of my life by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warrens from Dirty Dancing, versus number ten, very low seed for a number one song, Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross from the movie Endless Love. Uh, how'd you guys vote? Well, I voted for Endless Love. Believe it or not. Um, I think the remake of Endless Love just is fantastic. Everyone should see it. Um, so I went with uh, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just I have this anti dirty dancing thing. So yeah, me too. I, I voted for Endless Love. Who did Martha vote? Martha for? voted for Endless Love. Yeah, Unfortunately, Steve, you, Martha, and I are on the wrong side of this one. Uh, I've had the time of my life. Seventy-one percent of the vote. Wow, seventy-one percent. Yeah. Well, remember now. Remember, endless love in our most recent songs that are still good and songs that stink. 
uh, podcast Endless Love was on the stink side, so I yeah, knew how that was going to go. It was a, a flop of a movie and a really – it's a sappy song. Yeah, but it's yeah. a sappy song that was number one for nine weeks. But, I mean, you hear – this is, you know, it's 30-some years later. Yeah. I, I'm just saying um, I it just, was extraordinarily popular. I don't like – I don't like I've had the time of my life because in my mind, when you have a movie that's set in the 60s, you shouldn't have a song that sounds like it's from the 80s in it. Right. So that's that's why I've always zinged that one song. Unless they have a montage of her old looking at a photo album and then they play it then. <laughs> yeah, then, then that would have made sense. It would <laughs> practically would have made the movie better. Well, hey, let's let's okay. call the studio. Okay, here we go. We're almost done with this bracket. Number two, the number two seed, uh, If You Leave by OMD from Pretty in Pink versus number 15, the plucky Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship from Mannequin. How'd you vote, How'd you- Steve? Uh, I want to say I voted for if you leave. You want to say that, but is it true? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yep. I voted for the Starship song. Oh, why? I knew, I knew it's gonna lose. Look, I know it's gonna lose, but I just that song again. It's so evocative of that extremely stupid movie that I will watch anytime it's on. So I just I felt a little loyalty to Mannequin. You know, I just Marty? have my hatred towards Starship trumps any loyalty i have for mannequin i guess i can understand that but uh so i went with omd uh, it's one of their weakest songs but well and it's uh, one oh, of uh, john hughes definitely. weakest movies yeah, yeah. um going to stop us now. <laughs> martha also voted for if you leave as did That's 80s it. nation 70 percent Seventy percent. Yeah, I guess for number two. Number seed, you two. Should, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how it ought to go. Nothing's gonna stop us now. It was a number one song in nineteen eighty seven, and at the time, it made Grace Slick the oldest female with a number one song. Oh. Although Cher would later break that record uh, <laughs> over, and over, over, and over and over and over again. <laughs> so okay, so we're now out of uh, the, so, so the love and So you want to talk about our matchups for the next round in that bracket? Yeah, real quick. Let's go over the who are the who okay, are gonna so be it's going to be uh, Melt with You against Almost Paradise. Ooh, Melt that could you. go either way. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that, that's a close one. Take my breath away against Pretty in Pink. It's going to be cl- well. No, I say Pretty in Pink takes that one. Yeah, the Power of Love against In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. And I've had the time of my life against If You Leave, and that's gonna, wow. That's, if You that's Leave is going to pull that one out, I think. Wow, that's maybe not though. I don't know. I've I've been as as I said, I'm very bad at picking. <laughs> I guess I haven't tried to predict what other people would pick. I yeah. just made my votes. Well, now we have the we have the benefit of at least looking at the first round votes, so we know. Yeah, you know. But do you that, think uh, we're going to influence the the second round votes? By no, talking? people don't yeah. listen to us. Who the no, hell are we? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but what if we get great gave great color commentary? Like you know, Mikulski was looking really good out there. <clears throat> I think he's yeah. good. You know, I don't uh, think so. I don't know. Yeah, no one listens to us. Are you kidding? It's it's totally when when you were when you were voting, weren't in, wasn't it just kind of like a gut instinct? I was like, voting for the ones that I would pick, which is yeah. really honestly, at the, when we're doing, it, I'm thinking this is the reason we let everybody vote because my votes are going to be all weird. And right, we're going to disagree with you. Them. Know, I had one of a thousand votes, so I don't yeah. I don't really care. Uh, okay, next bracket is the montage fodder bracket. So as we're moving into the montage fodder bracket, um, first matchup is number one. 
Undisputed Champion, Don't You Forget About Me, Simple Minds from, uh, I think that's The Breakfast Club? Is that I right? Think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, against number 16, Sacrificial Lamb, Weird Science uh, from Oingo Boingo from the movie of the same name. So how do you think that went, guys? Uh, I voted for Don't You Forget About Me. As fond as I am of Oingo Boingo, that's a lame Oingo Boingo song. Yeah, I did the same. Yeah. Uh, that was- Martha sweeps the board and Don't You Forget About Me walks away with... 87% of the vote. Seven percent. That's like I mean, the one. You know, they have to have an Ivy League team in the. In the yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, like my Dartmouth big just got <laughs> killed by yeah. Florida. Right. Yeah. You're the coastal Carolina of the tournament. Yeah. Um, I feel bad, but even Oingo Boingo doesn't like that song. So as far as I'm concerned, that's that's fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much Simple Minds liked. Don't you forget about me? Yeah, it's uh, kind of funny that although they do perform it now, so right. You know. Yeah. At least in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they always do when they're traveling elsewhere. Who's next? Okay, the number eight seed, You're the Best, Joe Esposito, which is never heard outside of the Karate Kid, which is why it really belongs on this list, uh, against number nine, Goonies Are Good Enough, Cindy Lauper, the Goonies. Who did you guys vote for? You're the best. Is the best. Yeah, I went with Yeah, me best. too. Me it's too. Just, again, it's... I, it is that scene in, in uh, Karate Kid. Um, yeah. Martha, however, has her finger on the pulse of 80s Nation and went with Goonies Are Good Enough. So 57%. Was the 57% for Goonies? Yeah, wow. That's a minor, that's, that's a minor that's upset. The first upset. Wow. Well, eight versus nine. I know you're on the record as hating this movie, Steve, but I discovered the way to enjoy this movie, Goonies, is yeah. to watch it with 14-year-old kids. Well, yeah. Because I watched it. Actually, it was the first time I'd ever seen it all the way through. I'd seen the ending a lot, but I'd never seen the first 20 minutes of it. And my kids were just dying laughing. So I was able to kind of enjoy them watching it. So. Well, that's good. Thanks. So there you go. I should have seen it back then. That's my problem. Eh. Who's next on the list? Who's next? Okay, number, number five, Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham from Vacation uh, against number 12, Moving in Stereo. By the cars from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, a favorite of people named Brad everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the cruising vessel. Um, you know, when when people started suggesting moving in stereo, I was like, I don't even remember that scene from the movie. And then suddenly I realized it's that the scene. <laughs> I've always loved you, Brad. <laughs> oh my God. How'd you guys vote? Well, well you know how song. I voted. <laughs> yeah, I love that song and I love that scene. Love yeah. that movie, but yeah, I, I voted for it as well. Uh, what did, Martha, what did Martha also do? voted for moving in stereo. Unfortunately, Eighties Nation disagrees with all of us. Holiday Road, fifty-five percent. 
Ooh, tight. Think about it. That song is is great. Um, the, the Holiday Road because it's like written for a road trip movie. And yeah. It's, it's it's perfect for that movie. Oh, you're you're right. I mean, there's there's no there's not a bad choice there. I, I yeah yeah that was a tough call. I mean, I could have I could defend either pick. So. Yeah. What's next? Okay, the next one. This is an odd matchup. Number four, The Heat Is On, Glenn Frey from Beverly Hills Cop against number 13, America from Neil Diamond, the jazz singer. <laughs> I have heat? no son. I, <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times. I've probably seen – this is weird. I've probably seen The Jazz Singer more times than I've seen Beverly Hills Cop. Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't know because we had it on uh, cassette. It was one of the first movies that my family bought along on with cassette. Can't stop the music. Just because you yeah, have it can't stop the music. You have to watch it. Well, it was that or whatever was on one of the three channels we got with our bunny antennas, right. rabbit ears, whatever. Bunny. I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to get me one of them bunny antennas. <laughs> I brought in a whole different channel. <laughs> How did you guys vote? Oh, uh, Glenn so. Frey. Glenn Frey. Fry, you mean? Frey, Fry, whatever. I think I want to say I voted for Glenn Fry. Uh, Martha also voted for Glenn Frey. Yeah. Or Glenn yeah. Frey. I don't know. The Neil Diamond song is not a good song. Really? Uh, in the in the Neil Diamond canon? Uh, okay. No. Well, maybe yeah, in the yeah. Neil Diamond canon. But if you play that song with, uh, you know, as as I've seen it a hundred times with a montage of elementary school children preparing for, a, say, a musical performance of some kind, the parents will all be up in the aisles dancing around. Oh. Uh. Of course, we're kind of stupid that way. But. Uh, America, uh, number eight on the charts. Um, it sounds like it was recorded live because crowd sounds were overdubbed onto uh, the uh, signal. Cheap. So anyway. Well, the heat is on 68%. You are relegated. Sorry, Ladies Nation has spoken. Yes, we have we have no allegiances to countries. You are gone. So what's next? Next up, now here's here's an upset. Number six, Secret of My Success by Night Ranger from the Secret of My Success against Xanadu by Olivia Newton-John from the Xanadu soundtrack. Wow. Okay, I know I voted for Xanadu. Yeah, I mean I cheated because I I haven't seen Xanadu, but I've seen the Secret of My Success maybe four times. Don't remember that song. Really? You don't remember that song? Yeah. Oh man, that's a great one. It's, it's a great, it's a great. I, montage. I love that song. It's a great. Yeah, it's a great montage. Um, it is uh, one of like probably eighteen montages in the Secret of My Success. <laughs> um, <laughs> Every song is a montage. <laughs> what did Martha? Martha Quinn went with Xanadu, and Eighties yes. Nation got right in line behind her. Fifty-nine percent voted for Xanadu. So take oh, it away, Olivia Newton-John. Number 11 seed. Wow. Yeah. We could do a whole show just on montages of the 80s. Yes. And we probably will. <laughs> and then Steve will say, it's too visual. We can't do that on a podcast. Yeah. And I'll say, well, we'll, we'll get an Indiegogo campaign and start our own public access television show. 
Okay. <laughs> That'd be great. What's next? Next up, number three, I'm All Right. Kenny Loggins for Caddyshack against number 14, This Woman's Work by Kate Bush from She's Having a Baby. Ah, How'd you vote? <sighs> uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I voted for Kate Bush. I voted sure. for Kate Bush. Uh, I, I voted for I'm All Right. I don't particularly like that song, but when I saw the movie She's Having a Baby, I felt like that that montage, the birth montage was so manipulative. It completely. What? So manipulative. It so completely, but it worked. It no, it, it worked. I sobbed like so a baby. Angry. It made me so angry that they're trying to pull my strings. Look, I have two, I have twins that were born actually 15 years ago that just had a birthday. And one of my kids went straight from the birthing room into NICU. And, you know, it's, you just don't realize how intense that situation can really be in real life. And I felt so angry that they tried to play that card on me when I was watching that movie. Did you watch it after having kids? Yeah, I hadn't seen it. I guess that's the other point of disclosure. I hadn't seen it, and we had been talking about it like last year sometime I watched it. And I remember actually I was emailing Steve saying how angry I was while I was watching. Uh, I remember you. Yeah. This this was written specifically for the movie by Kate Bush, and she was – it's written from Kevin Bacon's viewpoint, and it was literally matched up completely to the montage. It's a beautiful song, but I hate it when it was used. I cried like a baby when I saw it. I, yeah. I mean, I really, it's I still. Just, it's so manipulative. Oh, my God. I don't care. I, well, anyway. Ag- Niagara Falls, Frankie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, whether people thought it was manipulative or whether people just prefer comedies, uh, Kenny Loggins, the soundtrack king of Chicago, uh, walked away with this one 84% of the vote. That I, that is close to the biggest blowout, but you know it's a number three against the number four. Eighties nation is heartless. Eighties <laughs> nation sees through that crap. <laughs> Speaking of crap, I, I'm not sure that I had a good time voting for either one of these next two songs. Really, number Go seven, good times in excess, and Jimmy Barnes from the Lost Boys against number ten, Saint Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion by John Parr from Saint Elmo's Fire. <sighs> I voted for, I'm sure I voted for Good Times, yes. Because that's a great song. Is it? Uh, I think I voted for Man in Motion. Yeah. I voted for Good Times. Uh, Martha, Martha? voted for Man in Motion. And 80s Nation said 72% wanted to see Man in Motion move on to the next round. Excellent! So they do. Take it away, John Park. Another upset. Yeah, uh, not a big, big one, but an upset. Uh, no, number seven seed is not a good place to be in any bracket. No, no. You finish in the middle of your conference. That's where you end up. Number seven seed, and you're that's right. You're banter like you're, fodder. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Third round's not going to be kind, 
Or the second yeah. round's not going to be kind Definitely to uh, exposed. Who's next? Number two, Oh Yeah by Yellow. And that kind of got a little extra love in the seating because it was so iconic in not one but two movies, Secret of My Success and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Uh, against uh, sentimental favorite, number 15, Who's Johnny by El DeBarge from the movie Short Circuit. Wow. Okay, I know I voted for Oh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. You can't hear that and not think Ferrari GT California. So, Martha? Martha voted for Oh Yeah. Excellent. Which, uh, walkover, 67% of the vote. I have, a, I have a feeling that could be a uh, they could be causing some severe damage. I would not be shocked to see them in the final four. Yeah, it's uh, so let's that's the bracket. So here's the matchups for the next round in that bracket. It's don't you forget about me against Goonies are good enough. Hmm. That's not uh, gonna be close. Yeah, no, it isn't. Uh, Holiday Road against the Heat is on. That's gonna be close. That could be close. Xanadu against I'm all right. So you that's Ooh, that's good, wow. that's a good matchup. No, no. I think I'm all right. It's going to crush Xanadu. You think so? I don't know. Yeah. Xanadu is getting a lot of love. I don't know. I, I'm saying right now, I'm saying I'm saying I'm all right. Get 75% of the vote. Let's, uh, and, we'll, we'll, and then I, out. I guarantee you, oh, yeah, scores over 80%. Oh, yeah, it's gonna, is going to, uh, maybe even 90%. So not even John Parr's, uh, catchy mullet can save, uh, man. But can you, do you think, uh, oh, yeah, holds up at all as a, song i mean can you disassociate it from ferris bueller and just no. listen to well it maybe that's music? why it's such a perfect soundtrack oh yeah no absolutely it, it yeah. benefits from that i mean, it, it, I mean honestly no one's heard more than 30 seconds of that if you listen to the playlist i put together from you get past the first 30 seconds you're like what the heck is this i i own the single <laughs> well back in the day. you too you like me marty are a statistical outlier yeah <laughs> next next bracket is uh, anthem's bracket Okay, so moving into the anthems bracket, you know, we lead off with number one, I the Tiger from Survivor, used to great effect in the film Rocky Three, my favorite Rocky movie. Against number sixteen, it might be you, Stephen Bishop from Tootsie, and that's one that when Steve put that on the list, I'm like, what the heck is that? But now I've been listening to it for the last week. That's a, that's a nice little song. And you know what? It was one of the songs that I think we found on our um, when we were doing the research, and it, it popped up on a lot of lists for yeah. best songs of soundtracks so that, that's why but it's there is it anthemic i mean it's a number 16 uh, seat come on man yeah it's not it's not well placed as far as uh genre it, it, what we're either gonna have to shove some things into brackets or we're gonna have to have a lot of eight song brackets and yeah. it's just sure sure it got, it got crushed though yeah, it got messy yeah. and it was gonna lose okay we know it's gonna lose did, did anybody vote for it uh, actually, 100 people voted for that. 12% of the respondents. So that's a 88% uh, for Eye of the Tiger. I voted Ouch. for it. Martha voted for it, and everybody else. Yes. <laughs>
What's next? Number eight, old-time rock and roll, Bob Seger from Risky Business against uh, number nine, Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen from Highlander. How'd you vote, Steve? I, this is a no-brainer to me. I, I voted for Queen. Yeah, so I voted, for, I. I voted for Queen. I voted for Queen. Martha voted for old-time rock and roll. And 80s Nation... 80s Nation, I don't know about you guys. Yeah. 66% old-time rock and roll moves on. Here's what I think the Why? problem there is. One, the, well, I just don't like that song, Bob Seger song. It's it's an iconic scene in the movie. A very it, iconic scene. And that's what yeah. I was alluding to earlier. Yeah. The and, most iconic scene. Yeah. But not a good song. Not a great Yeah, I don't song. think the music makes the scene better. Yeah. But Who Wants to Live Forever? It's not a super up-tempo. It doesn't, like, open strong. People recognize it right away. Oh, that's that's that great song from Highlander. So I think it just kind of suffered there. It's a guy movie, too. Yeah. Which, I mean, so not a whole lot of cross appeal. I mean, I wonder, you know, how many women claim to have uh, Highlander as one of their favorite movies? Any? <laughs> well, how many people, how many women claim to have, like, a, their, as their favorite movie, a movie about a, a teenage pimp? Yeah, I was going to say Risky Business probably isn't high on that list either. <laughs> Getting back to the prostitute by night, something else by day a genre we've been discussing so much lately. Curtis Armstrong, the actor who played... Uh, Niles mm-hmm. in uh, Risky Business. He didn't ask me anything the other day. Yeah, on it was really good. It was really good. And he, somebody asked him a little bit about Risky Business, and they asked him, "Did you think that Tom would go on to be such a big star? You know, at that time, would you have thought that?" And he said, "No." He said he was definitely very prepared, a very hardworking yeah, guy. Hard yeah. But he said there was nothing else about him that made me him think, in particular, this guy really was a star in the making. Wow. So well, yeah, he that's was a, wrong. If you're on Reddit, go look <laughs> that up. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's really. Good. I, I should have put it on the blog, but I didn't. Yeah, well, you know. So moving on, number five, Flash by Queen from Flash Gordon against. Uh, this is a surprise pick from us, I think. Number twelve, Welcome to the Jungle, Guns and Roses from Lean on Me. Well, this is a bit unfair because Flash is you associate so much with that movie, and Welcome to the Jungle you don't associate with Lean on Me. Not at all. Yeah, I had to think hard about what where it was in the movie, you know, and it's just it's not it's not a particularly great scene that it's in or anything. I guess we put that in the bracket because it's from a late '80s movie, and it was, you know the last half of the decade was a little underrepresented. Mm. So uh, how we all vote? I voted for Flash. Flash. I voted for Flash. Martha. Martha. She's a contrarian to us. Voted for Welcome to the Jungle. '80s Nation. I'm sad to say, 56 percent voted for. Guns and Roses. Queen is swept out of the soundtrack madness. How does Queen not make it into the second round? I, I don't know. That is one of the greatest soundtracks of the 80s. I know. Yeah. Dun, dun, I know. Dun, dun, dun. Gordon's alive. 
<laughs> Dispatch War Rocket Ajax to pick up Spears' body. <laughs> I can watch that movie every. Timothy, Dalton's I know, in I know, it. it's great. Oh man, <laughs> when he's running the football thing yeah, against those robots, so dumb. Oh, oh. It's, it's just it's, <laughs> it's just wonderful. Oh my uh, god! So okay, it, 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 station, I, I, with, with heavy heart, we allow you to make your choices. Did you guys see Ted? By the way, the. Uh, you know, it's Seth funny. Farland I was movie. just talking with uh, someone about Flash Gordon, and they asked me that same question. So I guess it plays part. Yeah, Sam Jones I need makes to a cameo that. as himself. That's right. And uh, it's great. It's it's the best part of the movie. It's a funny anyway, movie. It, it's a funny movie regardless, but that that's particularly funny. So anyway, moving on, or else we'll be here till uh, Number four seed, Let's Go Crazy by Prince from Purple Rain against number 13, Fight the Power, Public Enemy from Do the Right Thing. Well, this this is an, an unfortunate matchup. Yeah. Just, you know. I'd like to think that Fight the Power would have maybe made it to the second round against... Not against that competition. <laughs> clearly against any Queen song. So, uh, Ouch. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I voted for Let's Go Crazy. Uh, I voted for Let's Go Crazy. Martha voted for Fight the Power. I'm, I'm on Team Martha. That, wow. that I'm on scene, Team Martha, too, but I didn't vote with it. I mean, that song is great, and Rosie Perez's dance to it is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think and the, Prince has... I mean, that's not the, the anthem from Purple Rain. That's true. No, but it you know it's how the movie starts and uh, definitely very memorable. Well, so and if um, you want to know if you want to know what the biggest uh, biggest swing is, this is it. Eighty seven percent voted for Let's Go Crazy. Public Enemy, collect your plaque, your participation <laughs> trophies. And... <laughs> oh, that's great. Sorry, it's always next year. That's right. Number six, Living in America, James Brown, Rocky Four. Uh, I don't know where that fits in my list of favorite Rocky movies, but who cares? Number 11, against number 11, Ghostbusters from Ray Parker Jr. Yeah, I got to say, let me, let me say this right now. I think the wrong song was picked from Rocky Four. I think it should have been Hearts on Fire. Really? By John Cafferty. I, I that Hearts on is the Fire would have song. gotten oh, got obliterated. Um, well, unfortunately, it didn't do, Living in America didn't do much. <laughs> Maybe better. it wouldn't have mattered. I I'm voted sorry. for Living. Steve, can you give me a little more of that? Uh, Hearts no, on Fire? no, I can't. I don't. Only Daily can do that, and I just don't. Uh, I don't want to be compared. Don't range. I don't have the range. The uh, I know I voted for Living in America. I voted for Living in America because Ghostbusters is I want a new drug. Yeah, I, out of respect for Huey Lewis. Exactly. I, I went exactly. for Living in America. And Living in America is a great song. I feel good. It's of that time. Yes. Unfortunately, Martha Quinn voted for Ghostbusters and 80s Nation again lined up behind her. 69% voted for Ray Parker Jr. Strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? 
Thanks for playing, James Brown. We'll see what happens. Okay. Number three, Crazy for You by Madonna from Vision Quest against uh, number 14, The Neverending Story from by Lamal. Can you sing um, a little bit of that? A little Lamal for us? Never-ending story. <laughs> That's all I got. Sorry. Awesome. There's two versions. There's a French version and an English version. So. Je ne sais quoi. Comment allez-vous? I'm assuming people voted for the English version. The, uh, no, I know no, I voted actually, for, I don't think anybody voted for either version. I, I, I reluctantly voted for Crazy for You. Yeah, Why reluctantly? Yeah, it's good, for you to, good of you to I get over your Madonna hate. I don't, I don't like Madonna. Oh. It's a good song, and uh, I liked her then. So. And it works in the movie, too. Like, that, that movie's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's that's an amazing movie. We don't talk about it enough. How did uh, how did everyone else vote? Let's see. Martha voted for Crazy for You. I voted for Crazy for You. 80s Nation. Nation. 80s Nation said 72% said I want to see Madonna in the next round. Two hundred and twenty-nine people thought Lamal was their choice. <laughs> well, Steve they, voted two hundred twenty-nine times. <laughs> right. <laughs> now here's the here is the again a number seven seed at risk. Together in Electric Dreams, Giorgio Moroder and Phil Oakey from Electric Dreams against number ten, The Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler from Beaches. And, and can I just say this right now? I, this is a clear case of bias in the people who set up the seating on this because Wind Beneath My Wings should have been number seven. Together in Electric Oh, Dreams so you're saying we're 10. biased? Yeah. I, I'm saying I'm biased because I'm the one no, who picked you, it this You one. and I did. We did our seating separately and I was like, yeah, they're close. We'll just go with those. Yeah. I, I wanted, I love Together in Electric song. Dreams. And, um, and I can't stand Wind Beneath My Wings. Yeah, but nobody saw Electric Dreams. Yeah. Everybody saw Beaches. That's why this so one got Here's hurt. an interesting thing about this because as you know, I've been watching the numbers as votes came in and you posted something on Facebook saying, you know, here's an upset in the making. To Electric Dreams is, you know, is, is at risk and immediately the wind beneath my wings opened up its lead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me and my big mouth. Yeah. So it was think- close. It was really close but it ended up 60% said, I want me some more of that thing I heard on the Academy Awards the other night. Give me that Bette Midler. It must have been cold there in my shadow To never have sunlight on your face You were content to let me Think people sing to bed together in electric dreams at weddings. Uh, um, no, should. but it would be great for a funeral. All right, I'll oh. put that in my will. Yeah, it's memorial tough. service, perhaps. 
Okay, last one of this bracket. Number two, Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins from Top Gun against number 15, We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. That's a pretty low scene for that song. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that, again, may be a victim of uh, selection, selectors bias. I don't say selection bias because that's something else. Well, I can tell you this. It was it was not a number one song. It didn't win a Golden Globe. It didn't win a Grammy. So there wasn't really anything about it to me that made it worthy of uh, higher than well, a 15. I voted for so. Danger Zone. Martha voted for We Don't Need Another Hero. How about you guys? I went, uh, Danger I went Zone. We Don't Need Another Hero. Oh, so we're split. Yeah. Ladies Nation got behind number two Danger Zone, uh, 66%. Thunderdome is not a terrible movie. It holds up. No, it's not. And actually, like I said, I've been listening to these songs all week. That one has been stuck in my head. That has been a total earworm. I just like it where she kind of shamelessly works in the, in Thunderdome. (laughs) Right there at the the end. Well, it's (laughs) for the movie. I know. The rest of it can be about anything. It can be about anything, but suddenly it's, in Thunderdome. (laughs) Okay, we got one more bracket here, Steve. Bring us home. Okay, last bracket, random access bracket. Number one, Purple Rain by Prince from the movie Purple Rain versus number 16, Invincible by Pat Benatar from The Legend of oh, Billie Jean. Uh, I don't know that I ever saw it all the way through. Everyone dies at the end, right? No. Uh, I voted for Purple Rain, obviously. Yeah, it, should have been in the, it should have been number one in anthems. Yeah, I know, but it was it was it's just the way it works. If you want if you want to so, come in here and question us, I guess that's fine, Marty. All right. Well, let's go crazy is like a dance tune. Well, you know, it's funny because I tried to make the fourth bracket like dance songs and it just didn't work. Oh. It's tough to break the world, Marty. I'm sorry. I, I will shut up. I will shut up. <laughs> when we first did this, I had a bracket that was um just teen movies. And then we realized that that was impossible. Yeah. And so it just it just is tough to name four brackets. Sure. Um, so everybody vote for Purple Rain. Uh, you know what? Martha voted for Invincible. Martha has a real anti-Prince bias in her ballot. Huh. We'll have to talk to her about that. So who won? Purple, Purple Rain, sixty-six percent. I mean, that's a clear victory, but not the biggest margin. I wonder if the, if you broke that down, if we could figure out 
the male versus female vote. I wonder if it would be. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if more females voted for uh, Invincible than Purple Rain. I'm guessing not. Just, just saying. I bet it was All close. Right. So uh, next on the list, the number eight seed on the dark side by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band from the movie Eddie and the Cruisers. Can I just say, I have to point this out. On the list, it does say the Brown Beaver Yeah, band. that's because I boosted <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> the Brown Beaver that Band. That's awesome. That's a tri- tribute band. <laughs> tribute when, band. We first, when I first posted it, the, the entry for Brown Old Time Beaver Rock band. and Roll said Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, versus number nine, Arthur's theme, Best You Can Do by uh, Christopher Cross from the movie Arthur. I I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm doing my votes by memory. I, I want to say I took uh, On the Dark Side. I went with uh, Arthur's theme because I don't particularly like that song. Um, Martha voted for On the Dark Side. Yeah, I went with uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. I mean, that it's clearly a – the producer said do a, a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah. And, and you know, it delivers. But it, I, I like that movie. I do like the movie. I even kind of liked. I sort of even liked the sequel. I skipped that one. So. Yeah. Eddie lives. Never saw the sequel. It's not bad. I find you know that he is alive. He's he's a uh, what is he? He's doing construction work up in North, like in Canada. Starts another band, and they get into some talent contest. And then, meanwhile, everyone's kind of searching for it, the re- the real Eddie, and they kind of you know won't give it away. But spoilers. <laughs> He disappears again. <laughs> so, uh, so who, who won? This Brad? is close. Fifty-six percent went with on the dark side. Okay, that's good. I'd be surprised they make yeah, it. You know, it's, it's an honor to be invited. Here we go. Number five seed, Separate Lives by Phil Collins and Marilyn Martin from White Knights versus the number 12 seed, The Living Daylights by AHA from the movie uh, The Living Daylights. This was uh, not even close to me. I, I do love The Living Daylights as a movie and a song, but Separate Lives. It's a weeper. Yeah. And so it's mine. That I'd forgotten what a great song that is. I don't think I'd heard it. Amazing and I, song. I, that's another one that is kind of stuck in my head from this week. I think I, I'm surprised the Ahafia didn't turn out in bigger numbers to pump this one up. Did you, yeah, I think we chased them away. Is that the thing, the Ahafia? If it isn't, it should oh, be. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Back in the early days of Stuck in the 80s, we were getting a lot of emails from people who jumped on us. I guess it was one of our one-hit wonder shows, and we, we dubbed Aha One-Hit Wonder. Clearly, they you've overlooked flew. the sun only shines on TV. Yeah, and uh, Never Cry Wolf and all these other songs that no one ever yeah. heard of. And they just – I got just pounded by uh, hate mail from from a lot of them. The Living Daylights is a great Bond theme, and it's a great song. And just – yeah. Yeah, this is – it's just too, too, too long a road to hike for them to get up above Phil Collins and Marilyn Martin. So who did uh, – Mar- Marty, did you say you took separate – which I, one did you, you take? You know what? I – I think I went Separate Lives. I mean, I, I enjoyed White Nights a lot. I like that movie. What did Martha pick? Martha went with Separate Lives. Okay, and 80s Nation? 80s Nation, also Separate Lives, to the tune of 71%. You have no right 
Well, of course, they're nice. they're going to be aha because they were a one hit wonder. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> uh, here we go. This is an interesting one. I know a lot of people are going to be sad about this one. Uh, number four seed Maniac by Michael Sambello from Flashdance versus the number thirteen seed uh, To Live and Die in L.A. by Wang Chung from the movie To Live and Die in L.A. I yeah, know which I one love I picked. To I picked the uh, L.A. soundtrack. That is a great soundtrack. I picked Wang Wang. Yeah, so Chung. did I. What about I'm, you, Marty? It was never a huge Wang Chung fan. And, what? And I don't know if it's because they tried to appropriate my culture with their name. Um, That's not true. But I went with uh, Maniac. Well, you're wrong. I, yeah. no. I, uh, I wrong. Martha also voted for To Live and Die in L.A., which is just another reason why I love Martha Quinn. Uh, unfortunately, from my perspective, I guess uh, you know I'm supposed to be neutral here, but I'm not. Uh, Michael Cimbello will be moving on with 71% of the vote. Wang Chung, Wang Chung is the uh, the sound a guitar makes when you strum it, it up and down. Wang Chung, that's that's why they. Okay. You go back and listen to our Wang and Chung episode where I interview Jack tells Hughes. That story, he makes that same noise. Wang Chung, Wang Chung. We, we're going to make that available as a ringtone. It's a great. It's one of my favorite interviews. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next. 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 Uh, number six, Into the Groove by Madonna from Desperately Seeking Susan. Versus number 11, another Bond song, A View to a Kill, uh, Duran Duran from, of course, A View to a Kill. That's a tough matchup. Uh, I, love, I love A View to a Kill, that song. Uh, the movie is not really? great. Oh, God, I can't stand that song. It's not a good movie. Song. And it's a terrible Bond movie. Yeah, it's like Roger Moore needs a wheelchair in that movie. Well, it was his last. Yeah, I mean, seriously, they filmed the fight scenes where, so he could stand still because his hip is so bad he can't move. I, I'm going to say this. I I voted for Into the Groove. As wow. I. How painful was that to do? Uh, I don't like A View to a Kill. I have never liked that song. Oh. And um, I don't like the movie. I don't like the song. And I'm baffled why Duran Duran fans There's love so much so better much. stuff I mean, out there. Right? I love Duran Duran, but I do not yeah. like that song. I, I agree. Um, Martha disagrees. She voted for A View to a Kill. Uh, 80s Nation said number 11 seed I think not 58% voted for a view to a kill
Not that, that close. It's like 150 votes. Not that close. Dude. It's a good Bond song, eh. but it's not a great Bond. I song. mean, it's better than uh, All Time High. No, it's not. You're out of your mind. <laughs> the, the only reason that those two made it was just it was just because I we was needed, trying to. So be, it sounds uh, like we need a Bond bracket next year. Oh wow! Uh, there was a Bond when I conceived this. There was a Bond bracket, but there's only four songs. Well, so there you go. what are you going to do? Um. For your eyes only. You know, I, mean, I like oh, that song, but that's a good what one. People thinking. Okay, here we go to continue. Uh, while we're young, number three seed "Footloose" by Kenny Loggins versus the number fourteen seed "Hazy Shade of Winter" by the Bengals from Less Than Zero. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because I, I I think that uh, "Footloose" is obviously an iconic part of that movie, but the "Hazy Shade of Winter" by the Bengals is just Oh, it's a fantastic so song. Good. It's to a me, great cover. It's, it, it, yeah, it's a original. great cover, and it is again. And whenever I hear that, I think of that scene and you know, like a Los Angeles December. It's uh, it's perfect. I gotta admit, when I first saw that movie, I'm, I'll tell you right now. I, I voted for Hazy Shade of Winter. When I first saw that movie, Less Than Zero is probably like the first movie I'd ever seen where I was just like, God damn, I would never want to live in LA. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> kind of feel differently now, but at the time, I was like. It couldn't look more soulless. Yeah. Well, you're right. But knowing, we're shallow, knowing you but two we're have, nice. have, you've changed and my the mind. Cocaine is great here. Just <laughs> yeah. It's just a little bit better, be. you know. Yeah. It's a little yeah. fresher. We still have to not use... as much humidity in this the powder. A... <laughs> oh yeah. See, that's the thing about the South is it totally screws up your cocaine. <laughs> so, who would you guys vote for? I voted for um, Hazy Shade of Winter. Yeah, Bengals all the way. My uh, personal biases. Uh, Martha, would Martha, Martha voted do? for Footloose. Come on, Martha. Uh, so you're better than that, Martha. Or maybe you're not. Footloose won. Footloose won 61% of the vote. So it's it's you know it's respectable at least. That's pretty good, you know. I mean, against a lesser opponent, they may have come yeah. out on top. But let's say they weren't going to win. No, no, so no. that that was the other thing is like when we were talking about some of these lower seeds, you know, if you were a ten to a, a sixteen seed, in our minds, were is does this person have any chance of winning this competition? And if the answer is no, then we were like, okay, well then they're. Yeah. Then why are we? Why are we really agonizing over whether they're a fourteen or a fifteen? Yeah, there's because we're we just going to we're agonizing over they make one I think round we or two. Flipped rounds. a fourteen and a sixteen at one point, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Next matchup, number seven. What a feeling by Irene Cara from Flashdance, a movie that we've never done a podcast on, oddly enough. Versus the number ten seed, Love Somebody by Rick Springfield, who we've done two podcasts on. <laughs> From uh, Hard to Hold. <laughs> you did two podcasts on Hard to Hold. <laughs> well, actually, the oh, second man. one is uh, one of our evergreen shows. It's Ray Roll. I voted for Love Somebody. As did I. And as did Martha. Uh, I just never really got familiar with Rick Springfield in that time. So the song wasn't you know, in my 
brain, so I think I went with what a feeling. That's fair. This was close. Uh, another one of those number seven seeds. It's another instance where the number seven seed goes down. 53% voted for Love Somebody. Fifty-three. Wow, that's close. Yeah, it was close. It was fifty votes. Uh, next one, number two seed. I can dream about you uh, by Dan Hartman from Streets of Fire. <laughs> A ridiculous movie. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's, I like it's, it, but it's just... it's a great song. But other than that, it's it's. I like the movie, but um, it is kind of a number two seed. It's a pretty high seed for that song mm-hmm. against um, number fifteen. Let the River Run by Carly Simon how, from Working Girl. How did that make it on the list? I that mean, was a uh, that was an Academy Award winner. Yeah, it was it was a um it was a pretty big song. I remember, okay, late eighties, so you know we're we're looking for songs. Um, Let the River Run is the first of only two songs that that have swept all three major awards: the Oscar, the Golden Globe, and the Grammy, uh, while being composed, written, and performed by one artist. Wow. Wow, could you, you could you, you put some more qualifiers other, on that, like on a Thursday? Uh, the other one um, is "Streets of Philadelphia" by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay, I uh, voted for "I Can Dream About As You." Did I? As did I. As did Martha. Martha. As and did Avis Nation. Eighty-one percent voted for "I Can Dream About You." Well done, 80s nation. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The dog disagrees. Bruno. Bruno. Right. Bruno. Isn't Bruno uh, the dog in Cinderella? Um, this yes, dog. it is. Okay. Someone has a daughter. Hey, let's talk about the uh, matchups for the second round. But first, let's have an 80s commercial. Where the hair? Lots of hair. And perfume everywhere. That's why we're so into Perfume Pretty Barbie. Perfume Pretty Barbie's into fragrance we can share. Because with Barbie, she's been too long. Pretty, fabulous hair. We're into it too. Wow. Down to there. We're into Barbie. We're into Barbie. Perfume Pretty Barbie doll comes with real fragrance for you and a gown she can wear short or long. From Mattel. And we're back. And we only have a few minutes left because we've taken up so much time uh, talking about these 32 matchups. But we have we want to go over the second round matchups for the last two brackets. So uh, right off the top, we have Eye of the Tiger versus Old Time Rock and Roll. Go Survivor. I don't know. I think that could go either way. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I obviously we misjudged how much people are going to like Old Time Rock and Roll the first in the first round. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I would say that uh, 80s Nation should do is in the second round is really focus on uh, the song in conjunction with the movie. And I think Eye of the Tiger works better than old-time rock and roll in that case. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, welcome to the jungle. We'll take on Let's Go Crazy. That'll be old school versus new school 80s. I, you know, I, I'm going to vote for Let's Go Crazy. Uh, but I, I think Let's Go Crazy will go through there. But yep. yeah, Ghostbusters versus Crazy for You. That's a great matchup. But we've, I'm going to say Ghostbusters is going to win it, even though they really should. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and here's an interesting one. Wind Beneath My Wings versus Danger Zone. Cheese yeah. versus cheese. <laughs> Rock and cheese versus sappy cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's like Do you a, prefer uh, cheddar? Or... Like Gouda or cheddar, sir. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to believe that Danger Zone I pulls see off. Kenny Loggins move on because you know that's all he yeah, did in the eighties yeah. was soundtrack work. Nice yeah, yeah. Get it. We all, we had it. We were gonna have we're gonna a, have a Kenny Loggins bracket. Be Kenny <laughs> bracket. That would have yeah. been great. So, Purple Rain versus On the Dark Side. Purple Rain. Purple Rain, Purple Rain is so, marching yeah. through the bitchin' thirty-two into the sweet sounding sixteen. They're, I'd be shocked if they're not in the finals. Separate Lives versus Maniac. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a four versus a yeah. five seed. Which which charted Maniac higher? Uh, uh, probably Maniac. I, I want to say they're about the same. I, I can go either way. I'm not going to even make a pick. Vito Kill versus Footloose. Don't count Whoa. out the Duran Duran fans. But yeah, Vito Kill is poised for a deep run. Yeah, uh, and Love Somebody versus I Can Dream About You. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Again, don't count out the Rick Springfield people. <laughs> I don't know. They did. I thought they would show up in mass for the first well, round. They, they didn't. They, they picked love up. Somebody I will didn't say exactly that. I mean, love somebody. Right. And what a feeling was pretty close. Uh, so that the posting of that as a as a tight matchup, it swung definitely swung to Rick Springfield. Unlike when you made a personal plea for uh, Electric Dreams, which had the opposite effect. Yeah, I have to take that a little bit personally. So anyway, if if you missed us in the first round, if you didn't vote in the first round, you can still vote in future rounds. Um, if you go to our Facebook page for Stuck in the 80s, you'll find that we'll probably be posting the link to the poll everywhere. I presume as early yeah, as Monday. Yeah, I hope Monday. to get it done. It just depends on how quickly we can get the show posted. All right. Yeah, but it'll be there this week, and, and then we'll record another show next weekend. But go there, vote. You're on your honor to only vote once. You know, Think about it long and hard about how, yeah. you know, how, how much you enjoy the song versus how important it is to the movie itself. Help us um, pick a good, uh, think, good tracks for the Sweet yeah. Sounding 16. Right, right. This Seager. is for the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> get rid of Bob Seger. Get rid of. Uh, get rid of. Um, yeah, please, please, my God, somebody get rid of. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, quick that's, question. Uh, that's all we ever asked. Were there any songs that you guys picked that you wish got in, but you guys voted out? Oh, you mean like the? Well, there was a whole a whole ballot of thirty-two more songs that were mainly built from bubble stuff that got moved out. Yeah, we have an NIT tournament oh, okay. as well. Were there any songs there? I, I, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, there are a couple personal favorites on that list. Um, Bananarama's Cruel Summer from The Karate Kid. I love that song. And again, I feel like that's evocative, although it's very short in its, you know, it's not in the movie for very long. So, mm. uh, Lunatic, I know Lunatic Fringe from uh, Vision Quest. I kind of yeah. wish it made it. All right. Only the Young uh, from Journey for Vision Quest. Yeah. I mean, if we had done uh, like the whole soundtrack it. packages, uh, you know, like the entire soundtrack, it would have been, well, it would have been hard to come up with 64, but some of these would have, yeah, you know, Vision yeah. Quest and Purple Rain and Footloose would have had, you know, you would have had a chance to hear them. So. Yeah. 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 But it's a great list. <laughs> it is a great list. And it's been a lot of fun. Hope, hopefully, we're in for a few more surprises in the coming weeks. Hopefully, we'll wrap this up about the same time the National Basketball Tournament does. 
so keep your eye on our Facebook page. Look for the links. Vote. Uh, share it with your friends. The more votes, the better. In the meantime, Marty you, Brad in L.A., and Martha Quinn, we remain here, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s. It's the Stuck in the 80s is a Class of 85 production. Please listen responsibly.